Welcome, everyone, to the Mission Daily, where each day we cover a big idea, a thought experiment, or just rant and rave and talk back and forth. I'm Chad Grills. I'm joined by Ian Faison. And I'm the custodian of the world's greatest lie. <laughs> and do you know what that is? Can I get a hint or anything? The boy asked, completely surprised. It is this, said the mysterious king, that at a certain point in our lives, we lose control of what's happening to us, and our lives become governed by fate. That is the world's greatest lie. Who said that? Paulo Coelho? Am I close? Well done. Well done. Yeah, That's from nice. The Alchemist. So, yeah, that that definitely is... Uh, I think you hear that directly and indirectly uh, just about everywhere. I think that it's easy to, as you get older just start to attribute more and more things to fate and things outside of your control. It's really tempting when you learn more about the world and about people and just see more to just kind of seed any type of agency. And agency is important for what we're talking about today, which is how to build lasting, meaningful, deep relationships. So just like what we talked about yesterday, this doesn't mean uh, love. It's not romantic only. Uh, it means friendship. And like we talked about before, uh, when friendship goes beyond friendship into more of a fellowship where you're on a great adventure, Lord of the Rings style, or pick your you know, favorite fiction series. So Thomas Aquinas said that there's nothing on earth more prized than true friendship. I think we have true friendship, Chad. I do. I do. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, man. Um, I think it's, uh, I would start to call it fellowship at this point. Yeah, I would We've call got- it fellowship as well. And you know what? I feel like I'm having... Uh, an increased amount of fellowship with our readers who I do too. write us, who tweeted us. Listeners. Yeah. Listeners. Oh yeah. It's, listeners. It's always, so I, I do the same thing where I call people, uh, yeah, viewers and I, I don't mean to call people anything. I wouldn't want them calling, calling me, uh, anything, but, uh, our, it's, our friends and our, our family, <laughs> everybody out there. Thank you so much for all your support. It's been really exciting to see the, uh, the downloads grow and grow and grow. And that means a lot. So if you're enjoying the mission daily, it means a lot to us. If you can just tell one other person who you think might get something out of it or who might really enjoy it, uh, just let them know. Uh, That means a lot. So when we talk about how to get these relationships and the pursuit of apathia and things where we can look back and say, man, that was like, we accomplished something really great with the, the odds were against us, everything, we had our backs against the wall and we pulled it off. That's really, really exciting. And that's, I think, ultimately what just about everyone who's listening either wants more of or wants to figure out how to do more. So I was just thinking that today we could just kind of share some stories about how we've built some meaningful relationships. So can we, before we get into that, yeah, can we do a little bit of background on the godfather, the OG himself, Aristotle? Yeah. So Aristotle, I think was, no, I was going to say Archimedes. I was going to say it was the owl <laughs> in uh, The Sword and the Stone. <laughs> That's Archimedes, damn it. What a great movie. Um, I can remember yeah, renting that multiple times. from the- but, but so what's interesting is that he talked a lot about like love and friendship, mm-hmm. which I don't know if, I don't think I really knew. Um, I think we think of some of these like deep thinkers and philosophers before our time as people who were very much like cold and calculating. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And 
this kind of sounds like something that you'd see like scribbled on a rock or a piece of like driftwood in uh, in a rental, like an Airbnb rental or something like that. Um, but he said friendship is a single soul dwelling in two bodies, um, which is, I think that's a pretty cool way of looking at things. And it's something that Aristotle, I mean, how, when did he live? I mean, long time ago, long time ago, right? The idea that we're talking about like friendship back then and that stories were being told thousands of years ago about friends, about fellows, that these stories lasted for thousands of years just shows this is not. Yeah. Empires rise and fall and tyrants take over the world and destroy things. But ultimately, humans come back to this, right? Yeah. It always it always survives because that's what makes life not just bearable, but yeah, obviously bearable in the moments where horrible things happen, but that's what makes life great. But, and I think that one of the things that's so valuable about friendship and family and these fellowships is that they're so great in the moment. And a lot of times we don't necessarily recognize that in the moment, right? And so Joni Mitchell said, no, don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you've got till it's gone. And that's part of, part of the stuff that we talked about yesterday with, with the stoic mentality is that you appreciate these friendships, these moments in time, like while they're going on. And I think for a lot of times, I, I know for me in my career in the military, moving back and forth a ton, you are constantly moving from one place to the next. And there's a lot of like, what's next-ism. Yeah. And you don't- Always thinking about the future. Yeah. Always yeah. thinking about the next assignment, the next thing. And a lot of times early on in my career, I never stopped to realize like, hey, me and a bunch of the pals- have time to, you know, go join a soccer league and play soccer every every single Wednesday after work or that it's actually a blessing to be able to, you know, walk up the this, you know, go climb a mountain on the weekends living in Colorado or whatever it is. I think a lot of us don't realize that friendships don't always last forever. We want them to. Yeah. We wish that they could, but there's times where you're going to grow apart or get distance and you can't hang out with the people as much as you can anymore. So, one of the one of the big things is just living in the moment and appreciating what you have. And my and final piece on that. Oh yeah, go ahead. Is that what people most of the time do is create excuses for themselves of why they don't have time or don't want to just take action and go experience things with their friends. One of the great times that we did this with my friends in Colorado is we went river rafting. We just like grabbed our stuff, went down, like drove like three hours down to this river and went river rafting. And it was like one of the most fun experiences. I'll remember it forever. But we almost didn't go because we're like, eh, it's three hours, whatever. Sure. Traffic is the killer of many friendships, oh, right? Absolutely. And that's bullshit stuff because it's a family-friendly <laughs> nice. podcast. Nice but like, save. that is crazy that people do that. And it's like, we need to appreciate that stuff when we have it. And that takes us, I think, to a couple interesting points. And like the first is uh, they take hard work. It's just, it, they really do. And yeah. it's like, once you always forget how valuable and how... Uh, you know, you, you forget the feeling until you put the work in and then you get to that place where, you know, you get to the river, you get to the rafting trip and it's awesome. And, but you kind of like forget how awesome that type of connect, that type of deep connection is until you get there. So it's one of the things where you just have to play, you know, mental tricks on yourself, however you can to just keep saying like, no, 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 it'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. And that's, uh, I think something that's important to keep in mind with like friendships and fellowship and uh, adventures in general is like, it takes a huge amount of work to get going. It takes a huge amount of sales to just yeah. to sell everybody on the idea again and again and again and just keep selling the dream until everybody takes action. And then 
you could start to get momentum on your side, but it's not, you know, it's not easy. And it's so tempting to just fall in the trap of thinking, uh, okay, like a great relationship is just going to happen, or it can be a passive thing where, uh, you know, great relationships aren't built watching Netflix or any, anything like that. Oh, God, I was going to uh, say yeah, the same uh, thing. Not knocking it or anything like that, but I, I am saying that it's, uh, yeah, you got to take some uh, take some action for it. And then another just really really important po- point to bring up here is, I think so often we think of relationships as something that we have to hold on to, and there are going to be times where you know you're moving across the country, and that's completely fine. So it's okay to let things go. And then be confident enough in the relationship and in the moments you had to know that, you know, when you show back up again, things are going to be either fine or you can reconnect. And it's okay if you don't. I think so many people beat themselves up about losing track of someone or, you know, stopping talking with someone. I think that like forgiving yourself of that is the best way to continue to progress and continue to find new relationships and, you know, begin that journey again and again. And it's like uh, kind of like a never ending cycle. And it doesn't mean, though, that you can't find relationships that endure for decades. And that's, uh, I think, what a lot of people are especially interested in. So how and how do you think about getting to and starting to build relationships that can last for uh, decades? So I have a pretty unique scenario where I have been friends with the same group of 12 guys since we're like 15 years old and everywhere I've ever gone it's been everyone is kind of blown away because like just it's a lot of people sure and we all stay really close and it's a lot of people outside right now I just I know yeah they're outside they're waiting in the car (laughs) um and so and I think that like what has been really interesting to me is like seeing you know gaining more and more friends over time and seeing these things is what you said about you just have to put in the work and you have to when we get around together all we do is tell stories about high school and and all this stuff and all these different stories and all of our significant others hate it um because we always tell the same stories but all we are doing is rehashing all the direct experiences that we had together about dumb stuff that we did when we were younger and all the stupid things but like we had those memories because we were actually going and doing things. And I think that one of the things that you don't, you don't get those deep connections without actually going and doing things with other people. And that's taking trips. That is, it's always traveling and it's always taking trips. That is the number one thing that you can do because you're exploring new places with those people. New territory, new situations that you can't predict. Yeah. yeah, And that's, that's that the, the Aristotle quote of like, it's the same person in in two bodies because you're you're experiencing the same thing with them for the first time ever. There's just really nothing like that. Yeah. So so what are some more tactical tips that people can use to? Because uh, I mean, ultimately, doesn't this just come back to sales and basic goal setting in terms of picking out uh, a small adventure and then selling everyone on why they should go? So I, I can think of a couple. Yeah. But what are some like tactical ideas that you you have for uh, everyone. So it's Friday, the weekend's coming up and yeah. So how can people get in an adventure this weekend? So what my brother does, um, he has a seven-year-old shout out to Zach, huge fan of the pod. Um, <laughs> what he does is he goes, I'm going to this place at this time and I'm bringing enough snacks for five people. Ooh, and that's good. And invites you know, however many people, the five people that want to go, like would love for all of you to be there. And all it takes is them to make one decision of like, 
do I have time and can I like make the make the trip to drive out there? And he's got the lead magnet out there. The absolutely. lead magnet of snacks. Yep. yep. And and the thing is, it's like you just have to bring yourself and that's it. Um that it really always works. And then also they're kind of guilted into it because they're already going to be bringing the he's, snacks he's or the planning. barbecue or yeah, whatever it is. That's epic. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty solid. So that's, uh, yeah, take it and run with it. And if anybody does take it and run with it, uh, let us know. Hit us up on the socials or, yeah, I want to hear how it worked. I think that's an awesome strategy. I've got some ideas to employ it. Uh, any more tactics or ideas for that? Um, so one of the things that my mom does, this is a good one too. This is actually more about like once you're in the experience, um, but my mom does, which is every time we go on a trip, as f- soon as we first get there, she sits there like we have like a group meeting almost. And she's like, what is everyone's expectations of this trip? Like what are all of, and we, we literally all have to like say an expectation of like, I want to sit there and read my book or I want to go fishing or I want to do nothing that's, or I want to go on a so hike. Yeah. And because everyone has and like voices it in front of the group, which again, my family does not like going around and talking in circles like that, but it it is like the one thing that makes our family vacations, which are often extremely crazy um, and a lot of moving parts, a little bit smoother because you know that people, that's, what their agenda is. Yeah, that's so powerful. And it makes it way less of a, uh, you know, just drifting type experience where everybody just basically just argues about what to do or this, like this type of thing, because everybody's expressed like what they actually want. Yeah, that's, that's such a powerful thing because how often do you get to say, this is what I want. And in a situation like a vacation, it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be, yeah, it's supposed to be relaxing. Like it's for you. Yep. It's for the group of people you're with. So those are two awesome tips. I think for anyone who wants to get some more out of this weekend. So that's, yeah, that's it for the mission daily. Yeah. I want to just leave everyone with a quote that I think I had on my Facebook for a long time. I don't frequent Facebook very often or or ever anymore, but, um, I had this, I saw this when I was a youth, a youth, um, and it's, uh, he slept beneath the moon. He baked beneath the sun. He lived a life of going to do and died with nothing done. Um, and I just always love that because it's like, that is the ultimate making plans with friends, right? You just, you sit there and you say, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. And you never do it, but uh, take agency and take action. By the way, that was James Albury. I don't know. I like it. Is, and but. you know what I like too? I like blending that with, I like the relaxation and then a ton of ton of action. And, uh, Yeah, but generally just being at peace. And yeah, that's a great way to end it. Love it. Have a great weekend, everyone. And if you like the Mission Daily, be sure to just tell somebody. Just tell one person. That means a lot to us. And we will see you on Monday. Make some memories. Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It helps spread the word and I would greatly appreciate it. See you next time.